It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Right now, though, let's talk mostly cricket. And Jaleesa Apps from uh, Channel 10 has uh, been kind enough to take uh, a bit of time out of her Sunday afternoon to join us. Jaleesa, thanks for joining us, mate. How are you? I'm really well. How are you? I'm good, thank you. I'm good, thank you. Are you a scary movie sort of girl? Oh, no. You know what? I don't actually watch a lot of things that aren't real, and it's not like a conscious decision, but all I do is watch sport and, like, weird docos. That's it. Okay. So you're not a, Net- I- not a Netflix girl unless you've got the sports docos on there? Uh, yeah, but and there are a few good docos on there. There's a lot of, like, Louis Thoreau, like, those kind of docos. But, um, yeah, no, I just watch... I don't know what it is, but I just can't get into something where I know it's not real. Just fake, yeah. And a lot of look, a lot of these yeah. scary movies, you can tell straight away it's fake, or, you know, fake, yeah, fake although, blood and all that. Maybe I'm just a, maybe I'm just a bit of a sook and I'm too scared. Maybe, maybe. Well, we'll steer away from scary movies, but I was asking our listeners out there what were some of the all-time great scary movies uh, on Halloween, of course. Uh, keep those texts coming through, 0457 736 736. Right, let's talk sport. Uh, that's more what you're into, right, than scary movies. Yeah. Uh, last night was pretty scary, though. I don't know if you stayed up and watched it live. I know you will have watched the highlights probably. This... Oh, did you watch it live or not? I watched part of it live. I didn't watch um, all of it. Um, and then I watched the rest of it this morning. It was exactly what I expected. I thought we should have won. We should have beaten South Africa. We should have beaten the, um, you know, Sri Lanka. Mm -hmm. They had to go through the group stages, but this was where we were really going to be tested and where some of our um, poor form was going to come undone. I mean, Aaron Finch, he got 44, so that was finally good to see him get to get some runs, but a strike rate of 89 Mm -hmm. is not going to do much for you in T20. So it's just a really poor effort all, all round and, um, so obviously England won by eight wickets with 50 balls left. They did it so easily. And this was exactly what I expected. And it puts the net run rate in a very poor position for Australia and meaning that they probably are going to have to win their last two games. And you really can't, you can't, you can't afford to lose too many games in the way that T20 is structured. It's a little bit different to the one day mm. um, World Cup. So this, it was just, the decision to leave out Mitch Marsh was a little bit bizarre too. Someone who has been informed, um, like the rest of the team. So yeah, well, a lot of people are saying, you know, what on earth is are they doing at the selection table by um, moving Marsh out of the side? And also the batting order. There's this people questioning that where Maxwell's best to be batting as well. I'm getting quite a few texts here, Jaleesa, and uh, sort of uh, these are the sentiments. Um, this one from um, Andrew uh, Menzel. He says Australia should have stuck with a winning team. Massive blunder at the selection table. Another one here. Uh, end of the World Cup for us. Net run rate destroyed. Hope we don't make the finals as we're just making up the numbers. Oh, gee, that's a bit. Yeah, okay. Um, and another one here. We, Ma- I- sorry, sorry, Dal? I think we are. Like, I think... I mm. think- we are making up the numbers because we haven't actually taken, we haven't taken all the preparation really that seriously. Even in the lead up, we didn't, we didn't play our full team in any of the 
um, not the warm-up matches, but the sort of the lead-in um, series that we had against the West Indies and Bangladesh. We had a completely different-looking side. And uh, the selectors are also, none of them have played T20. We almost, I just really think we need to start treating this as a totally different sport and have selectors that are, that have played T20 or have a bit of experience in T20 and a different coach with all mm. respect to Justin Lina, but he's got the ashes in the back of his mind. He has to. Uh, so I just think it all needs to be treated as a different sport. We can't keep flogging our test players and wondering why they're not good at T20. Mm. Uh, Darren Berry, I spoke to him last week and he was saying, you know, he doesn't think Steve Smith should be in our T20 team as much as a, a wonderful player he is. Uh, and I see Shane Warne, uh, I think late last night or early this morning, also said that he, he wouldn't have Steve Smith in his uh, T20 11 either. I know. This is madness to me. I I can't understand. Warney has been on this campaign, and I love Warney, but I just mm. hate this campaign that he's on, that, he, that Steve Smith needs to not be in that T20 team. That Steve Smith plays the role, and obviously he wasn't good last night. He only got, he got out for one. But Steve Smith's role in that team is to steady the ship and get everyone else on strike when it's, you know, when it's all going to mm. shit, he can, you know, mm. come in and, I don't know if I can say that on the radio. Just, just do it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> it is there now. <laughs> um, I, I forget where I am sometimes. No, it's right. <laughs> um, you know, he can come in and sort of steady the ship, and that's what, um, said. That's what I said. Mm. And steady the ship, and get, and get and and get you know those quick scorers on strike, and and uh, that's what his role is. It's everyone around him that's not playing that role. It's mm. and so I completely disagree. I know Steve Smith doesn't score as quickly as everyone else, but we need someone there who for the most part and yesterday was not a good example, but for the most part does not throw away their wicket, can mm. come in and play really smart. Mm. And Maxwell though, I mean, he, he's most effective, isn't he? And most effective middle order and, and he doesn't need to be worrying about the power play, I wouldn't have thought, but anyway, that's he was moved up the order. Um Yeah, that it's just, it was all very, it's all a bit bizarre. We, we still haven't quite settled. I, I'm not sure really why they changed a winning side it, at all. I think, you, why would why should anyone be on edge if they're winning? They should know that they've got their spot. Mm. I, I just found the whole thing quite bizarre and it just puts us in a very precarious position now. And I, I frankly don't think that even if we get through to the semis, I, I don't think we deserve to go much Mm. Who have we got? We've got Bangladesh next. When's that? In a few days' time, is it? That's on Thursday, I think. Thursday, yeah. Yeah, the fourth. All yeah, right. That'll be a tough one. We've come through in a pretty tough group, really, because even the teams like Bangladesh who have had to go through the qualifying uh, are great, is a great, like, they're mm. a great side. So mm. we've actually sort of ended up in a very tough group where the qualifying the teams that have to come through qualifying are very solid teams. Yeah, no, they are. Away from cricket, talking to Jaleesa Raps from Channel 10, by the way, did I see you, were you down at the Sporting Globe with our boys, with Finchie and, and Joel? Yes. How did that all go? Oh, that was really fun. It was. A, I was surprised that there was so many people at the Sporting mm. Globe. I hadn't actually place. been there, down there before. Great place. Yeah, really good. He's loud, He's loud Finchie, though, isn't he? Very loud. He is. Um, he was quite surprised because so a few weeks before I'd been speaking to the boys exactly about what we were talking about, how I was annoyed mm. that Warney was on about dropping Steve Smith. 
And Warney's been my phone background for about seven years. And I said, I'm so annoyed. I want to change my phone background. And Finchie, Finchie said to me that he, I had to change it to him. So he, they sent <laughs> me through a picture yeah. of him in a Warney mask. <laughs> and that sent my phone background for three weeks. And when I went down there, Joel said, all right, we'll prove it to us. Is that your phone background? I said, yes, it is. And there it is. Screensaver. Screensaver. my phone background. Lovely. Um, now, uh, Sheffield Shield turning our attention to to that. Um, Victoria winning against New South Wales. That wrapped up yesterday, didn't it? At uh, Dremoyne Oval, a 204-run uh, victory. I guess the story, if I'm right, coming out of that is, is, is Marcus Harris and putting his name forward. He is the incumbent, isn't he, really, uh, opening test partner for David Warner. Um, you yeah. know, just when Usman Kawaja has been putting some runs on the board as well, um, Marcus has said, hey, hey, don't forget me. Yeah, it's a, uh, it's funny. We've, uh, you know, we've got a few guys now that are sort of putting their hands up, as you mentioned, Kawaja and Marcus Harris with 137 um, for Victoria in their second innings. And But even for New South Wales, I mean, it's really um, hard to go past, like, Sean Abbott for that sort of middle order sort of all-rounder spot too. He was fantastic with the ball he got eight wickets over the the series so um over the match so yeah there's definitely no shortage it's these guys that are also getting all that red ball um lead up to that i think they're going to have to really start looking at because depending on how far the aussies go in the world cup potentially there will not be one red ball game heading into the ashes i can't remember an ashes series where we went in so underdone with the red ball no, I can't either. But um, And, you know, um, last night, I know it's a totally different format, but yeah, we've seen it happen before. What sort of confidence that gives England, you know? They get a bit of a swagger oh, in their yeah. step, a bit of spring in their step, knowing they've just um, torched us in T20 ahead of that first uh, Ashes test. That is on December 8th up there at the Gabba. Before you run off, now also, did I see last night on Instagram, was that a little gin and tonic I saw you posting, or what was that? I had a little gin and tonic. I had a couple of gin and tonic. Uh-huh. That was a pretty <laughs> a good guess. Pretty good guess from me, I think. <laughs> that was a very good guess. Yeah, I had I had a couple of gin and tonics just to wake me up before the cricket. <laughs> oh, to wake you up before the cricket, and then I'm sure it didn't take long for them to put you to sleep. Well done to England. Poor performance from the Aussies, and uh, great performance as usual. Uh, Jaleesa Apps, thanks for joining us, mate, on Sen. Thank you. She loved the girl and she knows the stuff, knows the stuff inside out. And and look, it's good that we're all human, all right? We she yes. likes a little gin and tonic. Yep. I like a little shandy. Yep. Uh, Finchie likes whatever Finchie likes, and um, Joel likes what Joel likes. Correct. And we all get on. We do. We're human. We are. Um, and it's ten minutes to two.